Hey there, you are listening to Drum Sex. And before we get into this episode, I'd like to warn you, this podcast does contain mature themes. And if you're down with that, then let's get into it. Welcome back to the third season of Drum Sex. I am your host, Aluto Mbendeni, and on this podcast, we are set to helping you have the best sex of your life. Now, on today's episode, we have the amazing Dr. Q. She's a gynecologist and a fertility specialist, and today we'll be talking about all things sex. So, I'm basically an obstetrician and gynecologist, and I'm also a fertility specialist. So, I work with uh, couples that are struggling to fall pregnant and my uh, expertise are in providing solutions for them to help them initiate their families. And I also work with women that are generally having gynecological problems, anything that represents, that affects their reproductive system, all the different kinds of conditions. I help with finding solutions for them. Uh, by giving them appropriate therapy. And then when women are pregnant, I take them through the lovely process of going through a pregnancy, making sure that the mother and the baby are healthy, and we go towards a safe landing. So that's basically what I do on a daily basis. From the personal grooming to the self-confidence, body image, assertiveness in the bedroom, and how you can spice things up with your partner. So basically, sis, this is the 411 on what you should know as a woman about sex. It, it is very important for women to be aware that the brain is the biggest sexual organ. So sex begins in the brain, you know, and it is your brain that actually prepares you for a satisfying sexual experience, it relaxes you, it releases those hormones that you need to actually have a a satisfying experience. It releases um, transmitters from brain that go down towards the spine, that go down towards the genital areas. It's responsible for your lubrication. It's responsible for your satisfaction. Mm. So it's very important that also the type of attitude that women have uh, towards the sexual experience. Um, if you go and um, uh, or you are planning a sexual se- sexual session, but you have a negative attitude um, around it, maybe from past experiences or the current uh, relational status. Um, or your body status or whatever, then it's very difficult for your body to respond and it's very difficult to find that satisfaction. So it all begins in the brain. The brain is the biggest sexual organ. You need to work with yourself. You need to have this attitude and this idea that, wow, um, this thing is good. This thing is pleasurable. I'm about to enjoy myself. I'm about to relax and I'm about to experience pleasure instead of thinking, oh my word, um, I need to work, I need to please this guy, um, I need to uh, do this and do that, you understand, oh, mm. oh my word, I'm about 
uh, to be poked <laughs> and all these different kind of things. So it all starts in the brain. So if we can start working on our attitude and we start working uh, with our brain, then uh, sexual intercourse then becomes um, a breeze. Okay, that, that will be my number one really, and it is really core cool because if we go, it leads to number two, mm-hmm. which says be present. Be present, be in it, be in the moment, you know, and desire it mm-hmm. and for you to be able to enjoy it. Dr. Q believes that confidence is key, right? If you feel confident in your two-piece lingerie, or in the way that you look when you're looking in the mirror and you learn to love the flaws and the things that are hard to accept about yourself, then it makes the process of getting into the mindset of enjoying sex a lot more easier. Now, ladies, we know that it's hard looking in the mirror and looking past your flaws, but we need to love ourselves more because the only way that we can get what we want is when we know what we want. You know, we need to love our own body before we expect the next person to love it, before we expect the next person to hold it tight and cuddle it and embrace it. And, you know, when you can't do that upon yourself, when you can't look in the mirror and say, hello, gorgeous, you know, that's where sexual satisfaction starts. Within, it's an inside job, you know. And if you feel you have body dissatisfaction yourself, then do something about it. Mm. If it's a weight issue, then try and lose the weight for you to find yourself a bit more appealing, for you to find yourself uh, a bit more sexy. You think you need to lose the weight? Work on it. Wake up. Go to the gym or finish work. Tired as you are, go finish it off in the gym. Um, do that jog. Do that whatever, you know. Mm. Exercise. Tone up. Uh, this also helps you to have a bit more stamina during the sexual intercourse. We must be able to dissociate and differentiate and tell ourselves that we're going to be in the moment. Uh, we're going to be present in this um, experience as, uh, as well. Then we'll find the experience being more satisfying. Nice. And then again, um, it's very important to know that um, sexual intercourse is an inside job, you know. Um, we must not leave everything to be done by the partner, mm. you know. It's always um, known that it is the responsibility of a man to physically uh, lead the woman to the experience of um, satisfaction, and it is. But at the same time, it is the woman has a psychological responsibility of being mentally prepared to experience the orgasm. So that's where the attitude um, and the approach and her view of sex plays a very important role. So it is an inside job for the girl um, herself. So it's very important that. Um, she needs to present herself clean and confident. Mm. It's very difficult to um, enjoy the experience if you're not confident about it. So now we are talking that a girl needs to clean up mm. before and after the, the experience itself. So this is where feminine hygiene is very important. I need to be hygienic, you know. Mm. So women need to find things that work for themselves. So 
feminine hygiene is very important. Making sure that there's no odors, you know, we think, you know, the old or the magic old, the satisfaction actually begins in the experience itself. But there's a lot of preparation and readiness that by the time we actually get to the moment, a lot of work has actually been done, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, sex does not only begin in the bedroom or begin in that moment that you are, uh, that you are at. Or sex does not begin at penetration. And that's the misconception that men and women actually have. Just by you being nice and clean and fresh, already you are like, no one, variety, you're already all excited about yourself. You need to be able to be physically uh, and uh, mentally present and have that energy as well. Kegel exercises, the pelvic floor exercises are mm. important because sexual intercourse is all about your, 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 the fitness and the, uh, the strength of your, your pelvic floor. It's all a pelvic um, um, uh, experiment, you understand? So get some form of fitness, get some form of preparation. And this usually, you know, most times it makes um, sexual satisfaction a breeze. You, you don't even need a lot of buttons to be pressed, you know, before you even get there because most of the work is, is already done. Um, again, another point is that um, women need to have a sense of sexual assertiveness. Mm. And it's, it's a pity because this is something that mostly women develop only at the age of 40 and above, you know, where they are now confident in themselves and they are now they now have uh, a, a, um, an experience or a record uh, of sexual experience and then now they know um, who they are about or what they are about. So uh, sexual assertiveness for women helps them to own the experience. We are living in a time where more women are sexually liberated and there's absolutely no shame, ladies and being a woman who knows exactly what she wants. Studies have shown that women who are sexually assertive um, have a high sexual satisfaction um, because they actually know that sex is a two-way street. It's not just about me going to please a partner, but I also need to be pleasurized as well and i also need to walk out with some sense of uh, or some level of satisfaction uh, from the experience and i would always think yeah the way women uh i think it's because of you know how uh, emma Lokshin, you know in the townships will be like yeah i'll be like because uh, the sausage cannot say to the mouth, hey, <laughs> you know, it's not the sausage that chows the mouth. It is the mouth that chows the sausage. So if women can have 
that mentality when they are approaching this experience that lalela ke tshermolomo ke nna ke na le molomo wena o tla le banana o tla le boroso nna ke nna ke tlo tsa mo you know and then the, the the experience and what you do and how you go about doing what you're doing will be totally different because you'll be knowing Jorge, you know um i got this i'm a part of this and um i've got entitlement to this you know and it's supposed to be enjoyable women need to release the shame and the guilt mm. about sex and i found that this has a lot to do with religion and a lot of women and you know i also play a part of this you know you grow up but sex is bad, sex is not for you, as if there is no good thing that comes out of sex. Yeah, you have sex, you have a baby, you know, and you you, you grow up having um, this understanding that, you know, sex is tasteful, sex is bad, it's for bad girls, uh, so it can be a, a, a cultural issue or it can be a religious issue where you have to, like, delay sex, uh, know about it, but don't practice, you know, that when you are now in the moment, all the shame and guilt uh, just come to you like a flood mm. because you've been having this in your mind. It's, it's, it's a very serious paradigm shift. You know, if you've been brought up as a Christian girl or brought up as a Tosa Zulu Twana girl in that culture to say, you know, and then suddenly now, um, say you get married and you need to go through that paradigm shift to say, this thing that was once so bad now needs to be so good. Mm. It's a big shift. So, and it all needs to happen mentally. So we need to get rid of that shame and guilt that is associated with sexual intercourse because that is what ends up leading to things like vaginismus where women cannot even be penetrated because mm. they have this fear that is associated with sexual intercourse. Um, and see, these are all the things that actually affect sexual intercourse and they all begin before the bedroom. important to know and explore your body. Do you know where or how you like to be touched? Because if not, how will you know what sensations give you pleasure? Now, Dr. Q believes that it is important for us ladies to know our lady part and how she likes it. Um, we need to know our erogenous zones or our erogenous areas. What is it that makes us tickle? Mm. Um, what is it that makes... Because um, during the sexual intercourse, you don't just straight away bam into the vagina and that's it. You know, it needs preparation. Women need to be lubricated, you know. You can't just have dry bread, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, you need... To, to, to base it, to water it, for you to be able um, to enjoy your sandwich. So it starts in the erogenous areas and you need to know yours. And it's very easy if you know that you are, your erogenous area is around your nipples or the areola area or your breast, you can easily just hold your partner's hand and lead him and guide him to it. 
you know, and um, you know what to do. If he doesn't know what to do, hold his hand and guide him to do it because it's your body. You know how you feel. You know what stimulates you. If it's around your neck, you can take your hand towards your neck and enjoy that, you know, that goes and sends juices down there as you are enjoying and in preparation for that. Um, so if it's, if it's your bum, if it's your mouth, if it's, you know, and, and, and especially the clitoris, you know, mm. um, it's also um, recommended for most people or most women actually enjoy it when we leave the, the, the best for last. You know, the clitoris is a highly sensitive uh, area. It's got more than 8,000 nerve endings there that can send you into electrocution, you know. <laughs> so these are all the things that we need to know and how to work around it and how to get ourselves um, pleasurized, pleasurized um, by all of this and to know that only 20% of women uh, actually climax through penetration alone. Mm. Only 20%, you know. So penetration is not the or the, um, the, the end all, you know, and be all. But um, all these erogenous areas need to be ex- um, explored and um, experimented with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way you will find uh, sexual intercourse a bit more pleasurable. And uh, very important, again, you know, is kissing, 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 mm-hmm. you know. Before the hand goes straight to the clitoris, can we please just start by cuddling and hugging and, 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 and kissing and kissing. This brings about physical affection. Um, with your partner, it heats things up. Um, it's very, very, very um, effective towards uh, stimulation. You know, not everything has to start with the with the clitoris. Not everything has to start with penetration. Um, you know, and it doesn't only start in the bedroom. You know, so kissing plays a very important role, and um, uh, it, it it works even on. Uh, the couple um, emotionally. So enjoy that um, um, first as well, whilst you including the other erogenous areas um, and work it up. It's a build up. It's a build up. Change is spicy, you know? Mm. You don't want the whole thing to be um, monotonous. And there are many things that you can change, and it's not just the sexual position. And even the sexual positions, you can learn um, you can explore, and you need to know what position actually gets you there. Which position do you enjoy? Which position would you prefer? You know, and this all comes by um, experience. It comes by practice. You know, you won't just um, walk in and know. For I know this way and that way. No, so change spices things up, and change even in the types of. <laughs> excuse me, and change, even in the types of um, uh, uh, sexual pleasures that you will enjoy as a couple. Some couples 
uh, will find uh, oral sex to be quite pleasurable, you know, mm. uh, things that we call cunnilingus, you know, where the tongue is used to stimulate the woman um, in, the, in her erogenous areas, you know. Mm. Um, so if a couple welcomes that, and it actually helps women a lot with uh, lubrication and um, um, the actual build-up towards um, the sexual satisfaction. So even location can change. It does not always need to be on the bed. It can be in the lounge, in the kitchen, in the car, in the office, wherever, you know. That thrill actually also brings about some excitement, you know, a bit of adventure. So location actually can change. And you find that some women even just, uh, going out and uh, uh, be it in a hotel or somewhere else where you are a bit more relaxed and it's a fun area, um, it doesn't always need to be at home. So change actually spices things up. So think of the different things that you can include that will bring about a bit more change and bring about a bit more excitement and a bit more space and uh, spice um, into the whole experience. Asking for what you want may seem daunting at first, but I'd like to encourage you to start owning your sexual experience by being descriptive about your desires and expectations. Have sex talks with your partner. You know, it's very important. We think that we're just going to get in the bedroom and everybody will know what to do and you will do what is in my mind when I've never told you what's in my mind. I've never told you what I like, what I don't like. I've never told you what my fantasies are. What's your sexual fantasy? What would you like being done for you? You know, it is said that we teach people how to treat us, you know? So those are the talks that uh, people find um, sometimes um, they shy away from or they find them offensive or whatever, but there's nothing wrong. Actually, it's highly recommendable that you tell the person, I would like to be loved by this. Do you know that this actually does this to me? Do you know that I actually like this? Or, hmm, you know what, um, this, um, it doesn't treat me well. Maybe we can try one, two, three, you know. So intimate conversations are very important. Have this, those sex talks. Confide in each other, you know. That is the best sex guidance because that is the person you are doing it with. And it's not the same for everybody else. There is no sex Bible that applies to everybody, you know, but your body can respond differently and his body can also um, respond differently. There are things that other men like that other men don't prefer. So sex talk is very important. Have that conversation. And obviously, Sex is an acquired skill. You don't just wake up and then you know what to do, how to do it, you know, da-da-da-da, and, you know, it's an acquired skill. So you obviously need to explore. And, you know, practice makes perfect. But some women find sex not pleasurable because they have certain fears um, about sex mm-hmm. or sex for them uh, leads to pain. Mm-hmm. So if you are now finding sex to be painful, who wants to go for 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 for, for some punishment? 
You know, <laughs> sex is not a punitive exercise, but it's a pleasurable exercise. So then women who experience pain during sex, therefore do not enjoy sex, they do not desire sex, they don't want to have sex. So it's very important to try and understand the source of the pain. And most times women need to know that there are sexual, there are conditions, medical conditions that lead to pain during sexual intercourse. And if they have pain during sexual intercourse, please, it's very important that they do come for a checkup, let them see their guidance. We are talking about things like vaginismus. We are talking about conditions like endometriosis that leads to a lot of pain during sexual intercourse, which when education and treatment, proper treatment is given, then um, can lead to an ease during a sexual intercourse and women finding pleasure instead of pain. I hope this episode gave you insight on how to start loving your body so that you can do the things you wanted to do during sex. We hope that as you listened, you felt empowered to start being assertive of what it is that you want in the bedroom. Again, thank you so much for listening. And from myself, Alutom Bendeni, and the Drum Sex Team, goodbye for now. Let's get together again next week.